0: Take five! 50, 40, 50. Her Fantasy Football, week 11. You can hear us on blog talk radio forward slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. You can also hear us on Series XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Saturday night from 8 to 10 Eastern. Make sure to subscribe to us on herfantasyfootball.com so you can play our fabulous, fun game, Diced on Fan Duel. And you can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook forward slash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby.
1: And I'm Ashley Williams. And I am Brandon Marianne Lee. Yay. (laughs) Uh,
2: I just almost botched my name there because I all week had planned on saying my middle name
0: like Brandon, and then I fumbled it. (laughs) Fumble. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the ball. That's awesome. That's awesome. Week 11, get them out of your lineups. These teams are on by. Cleveland Browns, New Orleans Saints, New York Giants, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Don't and Johnny Menzel's the new starting quarterback. Because Mike Patton
1: lost. He did. He lost. I love the way they worded it, too. At least what I read was that
2: um, upper management strongly encouraged Johnny Menzel. And they said, we, oh, yeah." They, the way they worded it was like, we were happy <laughs> to help out. Or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I
1: bet that's how Mike Patton's viewing it right now. <laughs> we were happy to help. <laughs> Mike Patton has done everything humanly possible to not start Johnny Menzel. This is a big defeat for him.
2: He did make or, a comment on how
1: he had improved a little bit, but. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, he Oof. probably has a soul, but other than that, he's like, ugh,
0: please. Well, they and have to prove what they have, have and to- they don't. Yeah, and then Brian Roethlisberger comes in and is the offensive player of the week when he wasn't even supposed to be playing. The backup. Breaking records for the backup quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was so absurd. I was like, he is not eligible to break records for backup quarterbacks, but he's actually the starter. But it's he was listed as the backup. It's it's It should not technically be so. It's ridiculous. And I'll tell you what, I, I can't remember where I read this, but it was exactly what I was thinking, which is... This is not good. Like, they should have let him sit and rest. I'm worried about his health long term. They let him play beat up a lot, a lot. And that but does permanent damage.
2: He wants. I to- know.
1: It's well, not head injuries. This was a foot or whatnot. I mean, it's always something. It, he is
2: always broken, and he does always play, and that is why we love him in fantasy.
0: As I say, this is why there's so many documentaries. It's for the love of the game. But what <laughs> I do, I do, I do agree. Deal. Although he felt he was ready this week. This, this was the one reason why I
2: will disagree here is that he was campaigning to play. He felt ready, and they did try to sit him, and their hand was forced. I mean, Michael Vick wasn't an option. I mean, Heath Miller was the backup quarterback that game. To Ben Roethlisberger. Do you guys know that?
1: Yeah. yeah and it was, it was so
0: the good. whole thing was absurd.
2: I wish we could have seen Heath Miller at QB. For I,
0: know. <laughs> I know. <The> <laughs> I, was was totally. I know. Me too. I totally did. Um, and Eli Manning's still the quarterback for the Giants. So there's that. And that's <laughs> our news for the teams on buys, guys. That's that's all we got. Oh, and uh Rob Ryan got fired. You defensive say, coordinator for the uh, Saints. Uh, which really, which really, I'll tell you, really, why it sucks is because the one thing that was consistent in the NFL was that you could play anybody against, against the New Orleans Saints. Saints. We and all now, on Kirk, and he was bowling. bam, bam. What did I say? I'm like, a little Kirk, surprised it took Kirk. this
2: long because the Saints D has been really bad, so bad, really so bad.
0: bad. I know, but now so that they changed though. the coaches you have to question whether or not you can play somebody against the Saints defense okay. because of that energy the teams get when people start getting fired. It's sad. Well, and they all sad. like Rob Ryan because he's, he's a Ryan. He's a Ryan. It's true. It's true. He was, he was horrific. Really bad.
2: <laughs> really <laughs> I bad. I noticed the guys in the, in the stands, the fans that were dressed as Sean Payton dressed and Rob Ryan him. every game. It's oh.
0: like, ah, oh. so good. That, that hair, so that flowy. At least they waited till cool. after Halloween. We can all thank them for that. Oh, if tricky. I had any progeny, I'd dress them like Rob Ryan. Mm. That'd be fun. Like that.
1: Little baby that would... is Rob Ryan with a little belly. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Little Love cute. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into the games that are actually going on in Week Eleven. Thursday night game: Tennessee Titans two and seven the Jacksonville Jaguars three and six. I just say these teams are better than their records, I at should. least the Jaguars for sure. Well, let's get into the Titans. The Fantasy. Tennessee has had, yeah, have, had a tough time getting anything started last Sunday, which I thought they would. I hope you didn't start them. Um, As for this week, this is a great matchup, and a team should look at if you need somebody to fill in that roster spot again, you guys. This is the Tennessee Titans is the junk house. Uh, Mariota has been up and down this season for sure. Um, but the Jaguars give it the seventh most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So if you need 15 points out of your quarterback, Mariota is your guy. He will get Stop. you that. And he could get you more than that, right? I mean, he did have 33 points the week before last. So it is possible. Um, but 15, I think, is where we're at. The floor is high. Um, Delaney Walker is always a must start with two top tight ends on bye, Delaney is a top six tight end this week. No questions. Um, Antonio Andrews was only able to get eight yards off 11 attempts oh. last week against Carolina. So bad. So, so bad. McCluster was able to find the end zone, but only had two attempts. Many believe the Titans should involve rookie David Calm. Um this might be a good matchup on paper for the Jaguars. We're um, we're able, um, excuse me, this might be a good matchup on paper because the Jaguars look like they're easy to run on. But the Jaguars were able to stop Forsett, Gore, Miller, and Jonathan Stewart to under 10 fantasy points this year. So it it, it doesn't look that good, you guys. It doesn't look that good. All those
2: names are better than (laughs) David Cobb. Or Antonio,
0: Antonio Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. Or McCluster. Or McCluster. Dexter or McCluster. McCluster. Although yeah. Dexter what? McCluster, I do love that name. Yeah, so it's not my favorite. Um, another Titans, uh, excuse me. So, yeah, so that's where we are. Not my favorite. Antonio Andrews is almost like at the point where we just don't start him anymore unless he's in that flex position. Um, another Titans wide receiver is injured. Justin um, Hunter has been placed on IR. Your only options are Harry Douglas and Darrell Green-Beckham. Both are scary options, but they are your only options for the Tennessee Titans. That's it, you guys. I know Mariota's sad, too. Um, so only play them if you're really desperate and deep, deep leagues. But again, everybody got seven points two weeks ago, so it's possible. And, and some are streaming Tennessee's defense. But listen, the Jacksonville Jaguars score points. And if Alan Hearns isn't injured enough and he plays, I'm not going up against the Allen's brothers. I'm not doing it. So I haven't Alan ranked 16th. Alan Hearns has been playing hurt this whole time. No, you're not. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I mean, I haven't ranked 16th because I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are too legit. Too Could legit he be to the
2: Ben Roethlisberger of wide receivers? Could he be? Could he be? Could I, hope he so. be.
0: I hope so. I hope so. Get into it. Because he,
2: cause he did it again. Alan Hearns has now scored (laughs) in seven straight games after finding the end zone against the (laughs) women's last week. He's dealing with a core injury and expected to play this week after seeing a specialist review what to do with his sports hernia. That doesn't sound good. Um, All this specialist and hernia talk is a bit scary, but he did return to practice Tuesday and has been making regularly scheduled visits with hernia specialist Dr. William Myers Um, and this has been, you know, going on for weeks now. So this is nothing new. Like Brandon said, he's been playing hurt pretty much all season. Now he may undergo surgery for the hernia after the season, but the moment I'm going to say, this is nothing to be concerned about because he's playing on it. He's playing with it and he's practicing in full. So yeah, as long as his kidneys are okay. Well, even that apparently is touch and go this year.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe you
2: can play. Maybe you can't. I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, I okay. wouldn't think you can play with a sports hernia, but apparently so. So I'm rolling with Alan Hearns still. Now, if Marquis Lee, who came back from his own injury, which was a hamstone injury, and Alan Robinson, the other part of the Allen brothers, as Courtney was speaking of, they'd be the two players to benefit the most if Hearns is limited. But I don't see him being limited this week. Robinson will do fine
1: regardless. You'll define regardless. Exactly. I wonder what the statistical probability is of having two Allens at the wide receiver position in the NFL. I bet it's very, very small.
2: I'm trying to think of another Allen <laughs> with the first name in the NFL. Yeah.
0: Any given Sunday,
1: guys. Any given Sunday.
0: <laughs> There's, I was like, I'm just going to look for my phone and look it up, but I don't have it. Yeah. There's Dwayne yeah. Allen. But Allen yeah. has to be the first name.
2: So, so technical. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. Bortles. Yeah. Bortles. He was twenty for 45 for 188 yards and two touchdowns. So another, you know, pretty good performance from Portals. You know, it's starting to become week in, week out for him in terms of fantasy production. If you're watching the game, maybe a little ugly. They won a game that perhaps they shouldn't have won. <laughs> Woo! Um, you know what? Hey, he throws up decent points for you every week, so you can't complain. TJ Yeldon, he's dealing with a foot injury. This team is a little beat up if you can't tell. And is being monitored this week. He was spotted wearing a walking boot on Monday, but the good news is he's out of the walking boot right now and says that he's fine to play. He is listed as questionable, so keep an eye on him. If Yeldon can't go, I think Denard Robinson would likely be the one to get the start. So, but I think Yeldon's going to go. I think
0: they're just being conservative in terms of holding him out of practice. Nice. All right, Sunday: Indianapolis Colts four and five, Atlanta Falcons six and three, Hassel. Is back. Hassel, yes. Hasselback, Hassel is back. <laughs> Hassel is back. It's my like, favorite like thing. Like the TV, TV show. She has a pet name Hassleback for him. back on the morning show on Sunday on the fantasy show, talking about his brother. It's like my favorite. It's a good moment. It is a good moment, and I, I, love love. Love. And I don't like.
2: happy.
0: I like Hasselback. But first, we'll talk about Andrew
2: Luck, because as Courtney says, there's no reason for Hasselbeck to be playing if Andrew Luck's playing. But he's not playing, speaking of those pesky kidneys, you know, livers, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, Chuck Pagano had a few words about Andrew Luck. What he said was, and I quote, We're going to talk every day until he figures it out, and we figure it out as a team. And this is in, in terms of his changing his running style. Okay. He says he knows full well that he can't do that. He can't put himself and this team in jeopardy. You love the grit and you love the toughness and all that stuff, but playing the position like a linebacker, you can't. (laughs) I love that. Um, Asked whether Luck could do anything in terms of conditioning the moment. Pagana basically said there wasn't anything immediately that he could do. It sounds like they're just having some serious hearts to hearts as to his aggressiveness to play. I guess, in terms of his running. So that should be interesting. He's out for the next few weeks, which, as Courtney said, brings in Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck. I know it sounds crazy, and this is really not a good matchup, but he did pretty darn well when he played earlier this year. Oh, oh. And there are some big players out, Roethlisberger, Breeze, and Eli. I'm just saying if you're in a league where there's not a whole lot that you can do in terms of who else can play this quarterback, maybe you've got someone like, um, who's doing really bad at quarterback Lane Gabbard. I'd play Hasselbeck over Gabbard.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I would too. I was
2: like, (laughs) you wouldn't play Hasselbeck over Gabbard. (laughs) No, there's been
0: some quarterbacks that have not done well this year. Tons. Tannehill. Tannehill's been done terrible. One body. Have, Matt Ryan even about mm-hmm. to talk about. I don't yeah. hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. It's oh, no right. Kirk Cousins of Week Ten. No All right, Cousins. people, oh, right. jump on that bandwagon. This is desperado. <laughs>
2: this is this. Yes, this is desperate <laughs> play. Or
0: you're like in a two quarterback league, and you or you could start a quarterback. I'm just
2: saying, like, I think you'll have an okay game. <laughs> Pick him up. Pick
0: him up <laughs> if you're
2: desperate. <laughs> anyway um Gore though i like him this week a lot he's got a good matchup with the falcons to give up the seventh most points to running backs and they have a backup quarterback game which i think means they're going to rely a little bit more on the run than usual and they need to get a run game solidified and going there so i like gore this week i'm not so sure i would start anyone else other than maybe fleener i know that also sounds crazy maybe i've taken crazy pills today um but so I think you could find the end zone and Andre Johnson played well when Hasselback was in as well. T Y did not connect all that great with Hasselback. I don't love that one. I did, I mean, it's just not great in terms of the matchup. They give up the you know, third fewest points to wide receivers. It's a bad matchup there. They get the sixth most of tight ends. That's why I think cleaner could possibly find the end zone. It's the third fewest to quarterbacks. So it, it's, it's not an easy matchup. But I'm not. just saying if you need to dig deep, Dig deep, dig, dig deep. deep, dig deep with the back.
0: All right, the Falcons. The Falcons are coming off a bye, and that is a good thing. I like teams coming off a bye, especially when they're facing the Colts. that don't have luck. Devontae Freeman has had 13 fantasy points in standard leagues last three games, and that is with only one touchdown. So obviously, he's a, still a big part of the game. The Colts are the best at stopping the running backs compared to other things, Uh, but they still give up the 12th most fantasy points to running back, so you are starting him. Julio Jones is a must-start every week. He is averaging over 15 targets a game and has found the end zone twice in the last three games. Duh. Jacob Tammy (laughs) is a must-start. Yeah. He has seen an average of 11 targets in the last two games and has had 164 yards and a touchdown in the last two games. Yeah, so that that is a must-start dude, guys. The Colts give up the 10th most fantasy points to tight ends. If Owen Daniels can get 16 fantasy points against them, then God only knows what Tammy can do. I'm into it. Um, Leonard Hankerson is listed as questionable, but should return this week with a very favorable matchup. Um, You know, I think Matt Ryan will be looking more towards Tammy and obviously Julio. Um, but Hankerson is an option out there, you guys, um, for Matt Ryan, you know, he's been all over the board this year. Talk Mm -hmm. about inconsistent. uh, this could be a good game for him. I am guessing anywhere between 17 and 21 fantasy points is kind of like where the rough estimate is what other quarterbacks are doing, what he's kind of been up to. Um, and if that's good enough for you, then you can play him. Um, but he has had three games under that in the last five games. So under 17 points, three out of five. So that's not awesome stats. Um, you can start the kicker, Matt Bryant, and the defense that's facing the hassle is back. Um, you know, they're a good start this week as well. He'll get hassled, all right. He'll get hassled. Hassled. <laughs> Hassling. All right. (laughs) Let's do this. St. Louis Rams five, Hasoline. Is that Bush? Bush? (laughs) Are you singing Bush?
1: (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. She's singing Glycerine as (laughs) Hasoline. too young (laughs) to even know Glycerine as a song. I think that's what she's doing. (laughs) Maybe
2: unconsciously. She doesn't even. Unconsciously. Yeah. Totally. Off the rails. Off the ramp. Right. <laughs> I would Singles never Rams compare for the third time. People
0: four and five at Baltimore Ravens two and seven.
2: Let's be clear, we would never compare Hasselback to Gavin Rosdell. No, never.
0: Hasselback would never cheat on
2: his wife. That's true. He's also <laughs> that, was, that too. That too. That too. <laughs>
0: I don't know if that is true. I don't know.
2: So the Rams, <laughs> super exciting. So Nick Foles completed 17 of his 36 pass attempts for only 200 yards, no touchdowns, and one interception last week against the Bears. The Rams have decided to bench Foles and are moving on with Case Keenum this week. Does anyone else feel like this is a bit of a scare tactic? I mean, they signed an extension with Foles in the beginning of the season, and I, for one, do not think Case Keenum is the answer. I get they're changing things
1: up, but... E. what do you think i think they'll keep case in for the game and it's such a good matchup i'm playing case Keenum and daily lineups because he's the cheapest option ever over Hasselback? oh yeah in that <laughs> matchup <laughs> you crazy the ravens give up the second most points to opposing quarterbacks they yeah, do oh, they do receivers i know brandon the they
2: have terrible receiver
1: Hasselbeck only scores to 10 that. or 14 points even when he's having a good game that's not good enough at least Case Keenum has a higher ceiling he has a lower floor but he has a way higher ceiling if you're playing daily you want does he does he have a higher ceiling yes we don't know but with the Rams because he hasn't played a snap yet but he yeah, in life yeah, I, I think the ceiling. ceiling's pretty capped out with the Rams so the good news Austin
2: <laughs> highly yeah
0: well, how many points did he get last yeah week? one yeah
2: Tavon Austin, back to the Austin we knew, who punks you week in and week out. He had two catches for five yards, Brandon. Two, so good, and he so just it four times. And this my candle lineup, just my lineup.
0: I did everybody that was Boomer bust, and all of them busted. All of them busted. Yeah, he all of them, bu- yeah, is. All of them except bust. Yeah, yeah.
2: And just when you think you can maybe count <laughs> on him, because he was starting to pick up some steam, boom, new quarterback situation, which could be good. Could be bad. Oh, I hate it. The good news, though, is that Wes Walker didn't die. He's alive.
0: He's still yes. alive. He's still
2: alive. Yay. He posted three receptions for 32 yards and was targeted
0: six times. That's great. Not a horrendous first sighting, but also nothing special. Well, if we're just being picked up, I think it's fabulous. I'm excited for his future. If we're okay. going to talk about good floors, though, we're going to talk about Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In a not-so-great game where they
2: could really not get things going for four full quarters, he rushed 12 times for 45 yards and a touchdown, and he also had three receptions for another 44 yards. And sadly, guys, his 44 yards was a team high in
1: receptions. Tavon Austin, week 11, i I'm telling you. Oh my God. <laughs> God. All
2: right, guys. So set your fanble team
1: with Hasselback,
2: Tavon Austin. You're never gonna listen to us again.
0: You gotta set two lettuce because you have to have Case Kino in one yeah, and you right. have to have
1: Hasselback in the other.
0: I like this, guys. We're yeah. going, we're going downhill real it's fast. As
1: long you don't do any of this. I'm talking down. Absolutely bet. not. Never ever in a million years would you do that. All right, Ravens. I'm just gonna say no. That's my analysis. Yeah. No. Joe Flacco yeah. uh, was a great option last week, just like we said he would be that Jag- that Jaguars-Ravens uh, game. We were like, this is juicy, and it was.
0: Um,
1: he completed 34 of his 45 pass attempts for 316 yards, three touchdowns. He also threw two picks, but who's counting? 20.34 fantasy points. Um, but he's not good when he plays good defenses. 0.68 points at Denver in week one and 12.08 points at Arizona in week seven. Now, he is on his home turf, But St. Louis is legit as far as defense is concerned, even though the Bears exploded. But I think the Bears are better than you think they are, as long as Alshon Jeffries on the field. But we'll talk about them later. Um, You can play him next week at Cleveland for sure. Um, But I would stream someone else this week. St. Louis gives it the second fewest points to opposing quarterbacks, even with Jake Cutler doing a good job last week. It is what it is. Justin Forsett continues to disappoint. They refuse to let him touch the ball twenty times a game, and that makes him ineffectual. Running the ball is a way to beat the Rams. They gave up the fifteenth most points to opposing running backs, which is by far the best matchup. But I don't know. He had a nice stretch from week four to seven, so there's a possibility. But it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's top. If you have, you a have
0: a better game, option.
1: Yeah, yeah, you probably have to start him, but you know you're going to probably expect the like. If you're in standard leagues, eight points, 10 points, maybe. But he's not going to blow up. It's not one of those matchups. Yeah, yeah. Last week, Kamar Aiken got by far the most targets at 14, but he only caught seven of them for 73 yards. And then the touchdowns went to Chris Givens, Crockett Gilmore, and Max Williams. <laughs> yeah. St. Louis gives up the second fewest points to opposing wide receivers. So, you know, but again, if you're in a PPR league, Kamar Aiken, 14 targets. You just can't argue with that. So, and Chris Givens is the guy that's going long, getting touchdowns. We interviewed a uh, Ravens beat writer last week, and it was exactly what he said it would be. Yeah, spot on. And I like Crockett Gilmore when healthy, you know, four more targets in all of his games, but one this season, four touchdowns in his seven appearances. Um, St. Louis gives up the 17th most points to tight ends. It's kind of in that running back territory where probably one of them will score. I'm leaning towards Crockett Gilmore scoring rather than Justin Forsett, but
0: yeah, I am. I think there's room for both. Cause I think they're going to so. get, and they're going to get mm, 17 points. That's what I think. That's what I'm predicting. Jared. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, four and five. Philadelphia Eagles, four and five. This is the week where you can start Mike
1: Evans. You guys, Mike Evans, if you're in a PPR league, you have to start him because he was targeted 19 times. That is so many targets. It's only caught nine again. Well, of course. Guys, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But still, a guy with nine catches right there, that's four and a half points without him doing anything else if you're in a PPR, a half-point PPR league. Nine right. points if you're in a full point can't debate that it just is what it is but when you watch right. him it's super frustrating and if you're a standard league you're going to be a little frustrated because the guy hasn't scored a touchdown since week seven and that's the only touchdown he has scored all year philadelphia does give up the third most points to opposing wide receivers but uh you know it is what it is and he's the only guy that they're throwing to Preparing there are only two on, things on happen a bad
2: week year. he has 150 yards and a touchdown
1: yeah, so right. says mike evans Right.
2: Right. Brian looked confused. is like, no,
1: he doesn't. I was like, like, he obviously doesn't look at his own rudder. wall. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I was like, that is not what's happening. Uh, um, Philadelphia is tough against the run, really tough, fifth least in the league. And last week, Doug Martin did kind of get his groove back, which I said he would 18 carries, 63 yards, caught all four of his targets for 40 yards, a good solid hundred yards total on the game. This will be a little bit tougher. Um, I can't suggest Sims anymore. He just isn't doing anything. Frankly, this is the, the whole offense is simply throwing the ball at Mike Evans, him not catching it. And then every once in a while letting Doug Martin run. That's it. Those are the only people you can own on this team. If you have anyone else on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you can let them go immediately.
0: immediately. James
1: Justin, um, he's going to get you 12 to 18 points every week. It is what it is. He'll, going over that is borderline impossible. Going under that's borderline impossible because you know what? Mike Evans will catch half of his targets, targets. but they'll be productive. Mm-hmm. Um, someone get this guy some crab legs, right? Got to get him some energy. Got to keep him going. He had a uh, two interceptions. Last a protein. Week. Yeah, mm. get some
0: protein in there. It just is what it is. Yeah. Done. Nice. Done. Awesome. Eagles. Sam Bradford suffered a concussion and a separated mm. left shoulder on Sunday against Dallas. He is yet to be cleared to play on Sunday. If he is sidelined, you are looking at Merck Sancho. Mercky Merck. Mm, mm, mm. Um, either way, you shouldn't start either of them. Bradless, Brad, you know, Bradford's useless. And, uh, I guess in two quarterback leagues, you can totally do it. Go for it. Um, uh, at this point, Ryan Matthews is not looking good to play this week after suffering a concussion as well. He's still got you 10 fantasy points before exiting the game in the third quarter. So you can't be mad at the backup running back yep. getting you 10 fantasy points, only playing two and a half quarters. Give me a break. Um, this is good news for DeMarco Murray owners. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, he will need all the help he can get averaging under three yards a carry. Um, three out of the last six games, the Bucks held the running backs to under six fantasy points. They're good. Um, and haven't allowed a rushing touchdown in the last eight games. So that's a thing. That is a thing. You probably don't have any better options than Murray, but uh, no nope. might want to start looking for him. I want to start rolling those dices because that's a scary matchup. Um, I told you, play Jordan Matthews. Play him at your own risk. I'd rather have 19 points blown up on my bench than four points on the field. And sure as blank. He got you two fantasy points, you guys. He got you two, two fantasy points on your roster Dose. because you didn't listen to me. Is he droppable? Yes. I, I, I think so. I think so. I just, I can't move in the ball. It's crazy. Uh, It's random. It's always random. You, it's somebody new every year. You, you hate Bill Belichick. I'm so over Bill Belichick. I hate Chip Kelly. I hate Chip Kelly (laughs) with every part of my body. I hate this man. I will never draft anybody from his teams ever again. Because this is what he does. Jordan Matthews is a very, very talented receiver. There is no excuse why you're not using him. Well, so Marky Mark has better quarterback. quarterback play. Yeah, if Marky Mark had great chemistry with Jordan
1: Matthews last year. Do you think that there's a possibility that could be ignited again?
0: I, think, I it's think it's all up to what Chip Kelly wants to do and that this offseason he has changed so much up that I don't know what his plan is. Okay. You know, I Good just point. don't, I, I, you know, he, he had, he only saw five targets last week. So it's not like they're trying to get the ball to him and he's not making plays. He and Mike you Evans know,
1: should switch places.
0: Yeah. I'm just thinking the same thing. I was like, Seriously. can you even get like half of Mike Evans targets? Just half. Seriously. It just is what it is. Last week, Des Bryant only got four fantasy points against Tampa Bay. And that was with 12 targets. So I'm not starting Jordan Matthews. Again, I'd rather him blow up on my bench than him screw over my, my game. Zachers had his best game of the season with 68 yards. Yeah. Still 68? the end zone <laughs> and still isn't <laughs> fantasy relevant. Unless you need a guy that's going to get you four fantasy points, he will get you four. That He will do that. Brent right. Selleck had 134 yards last week off of four receptions. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I know. That, that was his second double-digit game. Don't get crazy, people. He had a total of 11 yards the three games before. Yeah. So it's a total. Total. It was in one game. The other two, he got zeros. Uh, So let me say this. Yeah, just the Eagles are not to be trusted. Chip Kelly is out to get you. Oakland Raiders 4-5, and the Detroit Lions 2-7. and This is my favorite game of the week. (laughs) No, really it is. It could
1: be a really interesting game. It could be juicy, Brandon. It's got the gooey.
2: potential to be juicy and gooey. I agree. Derek Carr, I still love him. He had his third straight 300 yard passing game. He completed 29 of 43 passes. He had over th- he had 302 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. But again, who's counting? I love this guy. I love his consistency. I love that he throws around 40 passes week in and week out. You are going to score and rack up fantasy points when you air the ball out that much. It's pure and simple. You're just going to. I love him. Um, and the Lions give up the third most points to quarterbacks, so Derek Carr should have another gooey, ooey, gooey, delicious week this week. Now Latavius Murray, mm, let's break this down. He hasn't scored in four weeks. Now some people are complaining that he is averaging around 85.6 yards in the last three weeks. But hey, snap out of it, people. That isn't bad week of rushing yards. When you're rushing, when you're averaging almost 90 rushing yards. That's good. The problem is they're missing the touchdowns. That's where the problem is. If he scored a touchdown, you'd be more than happy with Latavius Murray right now. Here's the thing. They could bounce back this week as the Lions defense is allowing 103 rushing yards and more than one rushing touchdown per game this year. this This is Latavius Murray's week. He's going to score a touchdown. I feel it. I feel good about it. He'll It'll probably be, be around 100 if he's averaging almost 90 yards a game anyway. He'll probably be right there, that 100 range, and he'll score a touchdown. I like it. Now, Cooper had some nice yards as well with 79 yards, but he couldn't find the end zone. We need Cooper to be the kind of player where he finds the end zone every week. He should be that player. He is the main target on the team. I don't understand. Now he is getting there, people. Remember, he is a rookie, but we don't care if you're a rookie or what on fantasy football. We just want you to score points. But if you are in dynasty <laughs> format, remember, make sure you you're obviously not gonna get rid of Cooper. Keep him. He will be better next year. They're gonna find a better groove. And maybe even in the next few games he'll do it, but he needs to start finding the end zone
1: consistently.
0: It's the Raiders, people. What were you expecting? Yeah, they're doing
1: so much he better. He is
0: like an all star. He's like the best thing to hit. Right, the
1: and defenses Oakland. are covering him like crazy.
2: Yeah, he's doing. But that's fabulous. what I'm saying. He's a rookie. He's going to get better at figuring out how to break yeah. out of you know corner coverage and whatnot he will get better and i do think crabtree on the on the team also helps because he had they have a viable wide receiver too that is going to open up cooper but you know just i'm just saying like take a breath hold on he's still like scoring you decent points his floor is high floor is very high obviously you guys aren't des bryant owners because i want to die well yeah i am i don't to cover that team but um i do want to talk about clive walford though He's had three touchdowns in the last four games. Yeah, he is. They are starting to really incorporate the tight end in terms of the end zone. This guy gets virtually no targets outside of the end zone. But if you need seven points and you need to take a chance on a guy and you're desperate, take a chance on Clive. Why I not? I played him the
0: last two weeks. It's paid off for me.
2: Yeah, Go they got the
0: eighth most points to tight
2: ends. So – he may very well score another touchdown this week. Sometimes you got to play some risky players hoping to have a higher ceiling. And he's got a chance of scoring a touchdown this week, a very good chance of scoring a touchdown this week. So Clive Walford, think about it. He's a repeat offender. Repeat I like offender that. In the best kind of in way. In the end zone. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let's move on to the lions. <laughs> Lance Moore is someone of interest to me, much like Clive Walford that we just talked about. Moore hasn't been targeted much. Um, but other than the end zone, again, he's targeted in the end zone. He's also had three touchdowns in the last four weeks. And he threw up over a hundred yards against the bears in week six. So he's a decently high ceiling, crazy low floor, but a decently high ceiling. So if you need someone, if you're in one of those situations where it's like, I can't, I can't get just four points this week. I need someone to score more than that. He's an option. He's an option. Calvin Johnson caught six passes for 81 yards. Um, and I got a little nervous when he jumbled the ball, not late kick for the onside kick there, and they almost, almost
0: lost. But you we know called, what? They, they cost it a fumble though. He got negative points off of it.
2: Yeah, but I'm say the Lions pull off a very big win. Congrats to you guys. It would have been like 25 years since they had won
1: Lambeau yeah. Field,
2: something crazy Insane. like that. Insane. So congrats there. I think he'll be fine. And um, they give the 14 fewest points to wide receivers, but Calvin Johnson is always find a way to still get you points. And Stafford had a decent matchup this week, so you can stream him. Um, They're on the verge of really starting to click in terms of connecting with the wide receivers and the quarterback. So I think he could return to his 300-plus yards form. This could be the week. Oh, you never know. It could be the week. They give up the seventh most points to quarterbacks, the Raiders, so maybe Stafford's going to click in. Now, Matt Prater, guys, we do talk about kickers here. He missed two extra points. I'm yeah, so sorry. sad. Yet he had two field goals from 49 and 51. And we are, again, Broncos fans. And we had met Prater forever. And we knew that Prater definitely had the leg. He could always sit there and hit the long kick. But just
0: got to let keep- the man drink already. It's affecting <laughs> his game. You got to make him those him extra hard. points, buddy. So
2: get him a, a bear. And in case I've not stressed enough, you do not play a single Lions running back. I don't care how nice his matchup looks, you don't do it. Hmm. Don't
0: do it. All right, Denver Broncos, 7-2, and two, the Chicago Bears, 4-5. and five. We've had the Hassle is back. We've had Case Keenum. Now we have the Broncos weather. Kate Manning is suffering from being old and will be sidelined on Sunday. Yeah. Hey, he's got a real injury, <laughs> not just old. Well, you we don't know that. No. He's just old. It's cute. There's so many fun memes out there. Okay, again, we're Denver Broncos fans. Love Peyton Manning. But it's like, we have a satire um, newspaper called The Onion, and it's got, like, Peyton Manning, and it has, he's like, um, Justin, Peyton Manning will have to finish the season with an assistant dog, and it's him with his dog on the field. Have you seen that one? Like a service dog? Like a service dog. Aww. <laughs>
2: He needs so much help. I don't think I don't think he's over, guys. I don't. He looked good against the Packers. I think he's. I was at the game. Talk about painful. I was glad to see history, and then I wish I would have left immediately afterwards because it was so you awful. Saw history,
0: first time Peyton Manning was ever benched. You know what? Oh. I'm not dissing Peyton Manning. Much respects, love him, love him. But we're moving on for Week 11. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about Brock Osweiler's first NFL start. And I'm sure everyone on the Broncos are scared of the unknown. I get it. I get it. Um, and I think Osweiler is like going to be a good quarterback once he, once he gets there and really has the chance to be the starter. Um, and you might think this is a good matchup. But in reality, there have only been three quarterbacks to score over 17 fantasy points. And two of them were in the first two games of the season against the Bears. So it's not actually a good matchup. This is not my favorite for him. Um, he's fine to start in a two-quarterback league. But, you know, if you're in a 10-man league or under, I don't think Osweiler is the guy you want to be streaming this week. I know it's the Bears, but the Bears aren't as bad as you think. So, so would just you-
2: play Hasselbeck instead, Courtney? <laughs> I,
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I just head, no, no. I'm just saying – you see, you see Broncos great, you see they're going against the Bears great, and you think, I'll just try it out. Daily fine, try it out. And season long, I would not do it. Um, the word on the street is that the Broncos are going to be focusing on the run game this Sunday. Mm. Um, not good news for Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, and clearly not good news for the Denver Broncos, seeing how. The running game has not yeah. been awesome, um, but Sanders' listen is questionable. Um, so keep an eye on his injury report. Um, they did activate him last week, and he had zero catches, so that was not nice. Um, so if he doesn't practice with the new QB, I'm not playing him, even if he is activated.
1: I had just Emmanuel
0: not, just not doing him. I had Emmanuel Sanders in my lineup, and I was like debating. I was like,
2: "Gosh, do I play him? Do I play Jeremy Macklin?" I feel like the ceiling's higher for Sanders because that was my only options, right? I had no one else. Right. And I was like, well, Manson got me zero, but I don't feel too awful because Jerry Macklin got me 1.7. So I was like, right. Yeah, I to <laughs> yeah. lose my game. But, I
1: was going to yeah. say, who did have the
0: higher ceiling? I couldn't even remember how bad either of them were. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. Um, uh, Ronnie Hillman um, is obviously the clear number one guy in Denver, I am going to play him, and I'm going to feel good about it. I am. It's, You know, he has been productive. He had 11 points last, and, you know, what it is what it is, guys. It's not a, huge, it's not a high ceiling, but it's there, yeah. you know? So whatever. Um, I hate Owen Daniels. Thank you. I said his name for right. was <laughs> <laughs> the other guy. I don't say his name right. I don't know. I hate this guy. No, this guy. Uh, da- you okay. would say Daniel Owens. Daniel Owens. Yeah, that's what his name is. That's right. Total disrespect. Should be. Disrespect. Um, But with that said, I love tight ends with new quarterbacks. I do, I do. And since Vernon Davis isn't picking up the Denver's offense very fast, Daniels will be the guy. Um, He is listed as questionable, and his performance on the field is still listed as questionable as well. So (laughs) play at your own risk, my friends. He's questionable all over the board. Um, If you need a wide receiver in deep, deep leagues, Andre Caldwell is your guy. Even pick him up. If you have room, pick him up. It's possible Emmanuel Sanders will not be playing, and he will be the one who's going to see the benefits from that. Um, The Broncos' defense hasn't had a turnover in the last three games. Um, I'm not giving up on them, you guys. The Bears have had four turnovers in the last two games, so it's possible. Do it again against the Bears. Just one more time. Do it. Do it. Well, my little contrarian play, Jeremy Langford,
1: worked out last week. Yes. Uh, Jeremy Langford is a baller. Last week in St. Louis, he carried the ball 20 times for 73 yards and a touchdown, caught seven of his nine targets for 109 yards and a touchdown. Now, Unfortunately, that forte might come back this week. I think, unfortunately, Langford may have played – all of them into a timeshare.
0: Yeah.
1: I want everyone to be disgusted by that because it's disturbing.
0: How can they put him on the bench now? And he's their future because they're going to get rid of Forte in the off season. Exactly. This is really bad. It is really bad for Forte
2: owners.
1: It's a bad oh, matchup. and Langford owners. And Langford owners for everybody. Um, it's a bad matchup. So if you are able to find other options, like let's say that you picked up Langford, but you don't have Forte. You know, you're like one of those people. Um, yeah, check the injury report. Matt Forte may or may not be back, but this could be dicey big time, uh, given the takeaway. I know that Denver has a stellar defense and they will be motivated to play exceptionally well because they have a new quarterback and they feel like they need to defend it and everything else. Jake Cutler and Alshon Jeffrey are a combo made in heaven. They are just doing it. As long as Alshon Jeffrey is healthy and on the field, Jake Cutler's numbers are great. Alshon Jeffrey's numbers are great. There's no reason to bench them in this matchup. I know, I know. It's a terrible matchup. I just don't think, A, you have anyone better, and B – it's a contrarian play of the century. because kind of like against St. Louis. St. Louis has a great defense, too. And now they're at home. Denver has to go to Chicago as opposed to being at St. Louis. So um, I, think, um, I think this is going to be a bizarre game. That's what I'm going to say. I just think it's going to be a bizarre game. So I, I wouldn't sit them. But not fine is Martellus Bennett. Uh, There are a lot of good tight ends in the game right now. And Bennett has had another disappointing outing in week 10. He caught all three of his targets for 18 yards. That's it. More disturbing is that Zach Miller caught five Uh, of his targets. All five of his targets for 107 yards and two touchdowns.
0: So So irritating. And then he
1: also scored a touchdown in week nine. No, I'm not saying go out and pick up Zach Miller. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying this is troubling to Martellus Bennett owners, and I think you need to put him on the bench until further notice. They give up the 12th fewest points to tight ends.
0: That's, That's sad. That
1: That's it is. Sad. Uh, he's one of my favorites, so it's unfortunate.
0: Breaks my head. New York Jets five and four. The Houston Texans four and five.
2: In case you need more reasons to love Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> he has thrown 11 touchdowns to just one interception. Thus far this year, when he's been in the red zone, this is tied with Tennessee Titans quarterback, Courtney's favorite, Marcus Mariota, the second most touchdowns without interception in the red zone. Now, Fitzy did have surgery on his thumb on Friday, but he's expected to play this week, ready to start. Post-surgery, he's been looking good in practice. They say everything looks great. Everything points to him playing. Keep on keeping on with Fitzy. Uh, again, you're really only playing him in a two-quarterback league, but you know what? I love me some Fitzy, so I'm going to talk about him. Brandon Marshall, he was helped off the field by trainers uh, in the fourth quarter after he was tackled. Um, this was against the Buffalo Bills. But he did return to the game. He had three catches for 23 yards at a touchdown. So he's Brandon Marshall. He's probably still going to score. If they didn't get you a high yardage, he's still going to be targeted in the end zone. Don't feel too bad about it. And Mr. Eric Decker, like Alan Hearns, continues their race. Yes. The wide receiver, too. Six catches for
0: 85 yards and, of course, a touchdown. Yeah. I rank, I believe I ranked him higher than Brandon Marshall this week.
2: Why not? Why not? I probably Top would. the mic. Now, Brandon Marshall, he has hurt ankle and a toe. And Decker has his hurt shoulder. Um, they were both all like season. Practice Monday, but they were both practicing Wednesday. Brandon Marshall was limited. Eric Decker played in full. More reason to go with Decker, more so next week. Or this week, sorry, Then Brian Marshall. I like me Decker. And Chris Ivory, he had another great game. He had 18 carries for 99 yards. He had 36 yards on top of that with two catches. The good news is Ivory, he looks better like he did at the beginning of the season. He's got better yeah. cuts. He's got the burst. He's got some breakoff runs. This is what we were hoping to see, and this is what we were not seeing the last few weeks. which made us nervous. I am back on the Chris Ivory train. I like it. I feel good about it. They give the 11th-plus points to running backs. He's got another fantastic game.
0: Choo-choo. So I am benching Justin Forsett for Chris Ivory. Yes? Yeah? Yes. Jets give up the 10th fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Um,
1: and Brian Hoyer is in pro- concussion protocol, and it may be TJ Yates. I don't either of them. Listen, the quarterback situation this year is just nuts in general. Watch the injury reports. Um, As of now on Wednesday, we're going to go with the assumption that it's going to be TJ Yates because Brian Hoyer has not been cleared. So um, it's a quick turnaround because they played a Monday night football. I just don't feel good about this. Allen Robinson had a nice game against Revis and I think DeAndre Hopkins might too. Yeah. I think Nate Washington might have a nice game as well against Antonio Cromartie and the rest of the secondary that's kind of yeah. Um, so if a number two guy is big, it's Nate Washington. However, last week, Nate Washington and Cecil Shores basically both stunk it up. It just kind of they negated each other and became nothing. So um, if you are looking for something, um, uh, some guy with like a lot of upside or, you know, you really need – I still don't know if I'd go to Nate Washington, but there is a possibility, is what I'm saying. The Jacksonville Jaguars made it possible to imagine a world where you can score points on the Jets. Um, however, Sammy Watkins was terrible against Rivas. So, but he's always terrible against shutdown corners. Always terrible. Yeah. yeah, pretty pretty classic. And also um, Alfred Blue. Whoa. I think he's just here to disappoint me. That's the only reason he exists. Awesome. Uh, 3.1 fantasy points last week. 7.2 the week before is not Arian Foster. Newsflash. Jets give up the <laughs> fewest points to running backs. Oh, and then I forgot, tight end. Oh, this is kind of fun, though. If there's one player that you can kind of consider, it's Ryan Griffin. He came off of IR last week. He caught three of his six targets for 36 yards. Not great. But if you need someone in the tight end position to pick up, if you're a little nervous about the Gary Barnage situation with Johnny Menzel or what have you, I still would start Gary Barnage. Don't get me wrong. But you might want to back up, right? You're like, I don't know what's happening. This guy might get really involved. Six targets for a tight end is not bad first game back.
0: Barnage is on buy, so.
1: Yeah, and Barnage is on by this week anyway, but I'm saying like some people are kind of getting into playoff mode where they're collecting right. people just in case, and he's someone that is, that no one probably has heard of yet, and you might be able to get him. Good.
0: I like that. Washington Redskins four and five at the Carolina Panthers nine and zero. Oh. Well, Courtney, Mr. Kirk Cousins,
2: I told you, I told you, I told you. Great game as expected. He completed twenty of his twenty-five pass attempts for three hundred twenty-five yards. Sorry, twenty-four yards and four touchdowns, which was his career high. Congratulations, Kirk Cousins. Although you better have a good game against the New Orleans Saints. It's not. It doesn't get a better matchup than that. With that same train of thought, the running backs also actually had a good game. Alfred Morris, who's hurt his rib, returned to the game after leaving with that rib injury. But he finished with 15 carries for 92 yards and three catches for 14 yards. This is the best he has done basically all season. The good news is that Alfred Morris um, did practice in full on Wednesday, so the rib injury doesn't seem to be anything that's too concerning. Matt Jones had a heck of a game with 11 carries for 56 yards, but more importantly, three catches for 131 yards and a touchdown. I do want to warn you, do not put him in your lineup this week. Agreed. Do not put him in your lineup (laughs) this week. They were playing the Saints. This is what Matt Jones has done all year. He has one great game. Everybody gets super hyped up and excited. They put him in their lineup and he gets you two points at best. (laughs) Do not put him in your lineup this week. Don't do it. Anyway, Jordan Reed, you can put in your lineup. Yeah, he had three yeah, catches yeah. for 29 yards, which is nothing to write home about, but he had two touchdowns. Reed is not targeted often, but he has become a very trusted person for Kurt Cousins in the red zone. He's a big body, and Kurt Cousins likes to throw him to that in the end zone because he's assured he's going to catch the ball. This is a tougher matchup, but I have a feeling that he will still find the end zone this week. I do. I like it. I like Jordan Reed. Um, I don't want to tell you about Deshaun Jackson, guys. I would tell you to bench him right now, which means you'd probably get a blow up on your bench. But Crowder is probably a safer option. He had 60 yards. He'll at least get you points. He's not going to zero out. And he had his first career touchdown.
1: So, congrats to you, Jamison Crowder. Nice. Panthers. I'm not playing any of those wide receivers, just that Panthers defense. In fact, I think the Panthers defense are going to expose Washington. So, if you want a defense... I think they're an option. Um, why are people so upset about Cam Newton celebrating in the touchdown? I don't understand doing his like, whole
2: career. His whole
1: career. What's the big deal about this? Oh yeah, the they're internet. They're trying
2: to say it's because you're a, a quarterback and you should conduct yourself differently. And I'm like, come on. He's people, Superman. Stupid
0: people. Have they, just like him. Him. Yeah, they just don't like him. Yeah, just don't like him. He's cocky. They think he's cocky. So they just don't like him. He has a he has a personality. He has a character. You know, and he he that's what he wants. You know, so he's going to get polarized opinions on him, and it is what it is. And, I mean, it's silly because he's a good person. He does good things for a lot of people. And his, and, his touchdowns
2: aren't, like, inappropriate celebrations either.
0: Yeah, yeah his, not, like, his celebration wasn't weird. I mean. No. So I, he has I'm a wide receiver attitude. Okay. That he runs mom like letter a made me linebacker. Okay. the mom
1: letter was up
0: ridiculous disgusting. I, was oh, like I didn't see soon. that.
1: Oh yeah, no mom, about having to explain sportsmanship to her child. You're a role model. You should know better. I was like, you are disgusting, and you need to just stop talking. Ew,
0: ew. I You're was really parenting. Mad. Parenting. Guess what? Parenting is not Cam Newton's job. Parenting no. your child. No, it's your job. No, it's your job. No. Yeah.
2: No. no, and every no. and every other position is allowed to do a celebration. Why would why would quarterbacks be any different? Yeah, get over yourself.
1: He's also been doing this for his whole entire career. Again, entire again career. I just it's don't know why today to. we're talking about it. It's because people are bored and it's the internet and they just because they're doing average. it's because they're doing well and all of a sudden now he's being held to yeah, it's because they're standard. nine and out. Yeah. So now people are paying attention. He just didn't score as many touchdowns before. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's why they didn't win. Uh, just another 20-plus point performance from Cam Newton because that's what he does now. Cam and Cam. It's not the same kind of matchup as other quarterbacks because um, of his running. So, you know, sure, Washington gets, supposedly gives up the 13th fewest points to opposing quarterbacks. But um, he runs. It's different. It's yeah. a, he's a completely different uh, type of person. And I on would almost saying he's proof for this point. This, yeah. Oh, I do too. That's yeah, what I'm saying. He's like he's just like it. a completely different enigma. Um, he has four 20 plus point performances on the season. His only games with less than 16 points came in week one at Jacksonville, which was borderline last year. It was so long ago. And then week seven versus Philadelphia, but Philadelphia is good against the run. See? And they keyed in on him. So that's, that's how that worked out. Uh, you can always start Greg Olson. Old Faithful, last week was one of, of his down weeks. He still caught all eight of his targets for 80 yards. And he's a tight end. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, hello. Washington gives up the fifth fewest points to tight ends. But who cares? He's a wide receiver, basically, for them. And what do they do with wide receivers? They give up the seventh most to wide receivers. And there are none on Carolina. Right. Stop. Tegan Jr. was the number one wide receiver last week for Carolina. He caught four of his eight targets for 45 yards. Number one. We're number one. Um, And then Jonathan Stewart had another nice outing. Since the bye week, they've given him 20 plus touches every single game. So he is a must start.
0: Love him. Dallas Cowboys, two and seven. The Miami Dolphins, four and five. Romo is back. He will save Uh America. He will save you and
1: you and you. I it's love crazy. that Corey Parsons changed his profile
2: picture to like the Tony Romo picture. Did you see that?
1: Yes, of course. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Cowboys fans are going nuts. They're going nuts. They're like their brain is like we're gonna. Come their to love the world. for Romo
2: has definitely been exponentially.
0: They're two and seven and
2: this year. With it. This yeah. is the moment. I love we it. I'm they're in it. the playoffs because salvation.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. This is like the
1: weirdest thing I've ever seen. But um, listen, Miami gives up the 11th most points to quarterbacks, so that's good news. I still think it's going to be a little bit of a bump, bumpy ride, but there are some good things that are going to happen. First of all, Des Bryant, you could expect more from him. He, uh, in week nine, not last week, but in week nine, he did catch five passes for 104 yards at a touchdown. But other than that, he hasn't scored over five fantasy points all this season yeah. at all so if if Romo's back and he's going to throw it to him, I think that's a benefit, um, and it looks like there's a drop-off maybe happening with McFadden. There's some weird stuff. It's also Matt Castle. I don't know, but you can, you'll really know more at the end of this game. Uh, Miami gives up the second-most points to opposing running backs, so he should get his groove back. Um, if he doesn't, I'd be a little concerned, and maybe he is starting to tire out, but hopefully he's A-OK. He's certainly getting the workload. Again, workload. Opportunities, points. Uh Yahoo is predicting 7.7 points for Witten uh this week in standard scoring, not in PPR. Now I'm assuming this is because Romo's back, I guess. This Romo effect. But um Witten has only one outing with him scoring 7.7 points or more, and that was in week one. They gave up the 15th most points to tight ends. Terrence Williams is barely even on the field, very ugly. And Cole Beasley scored point eight. Points last week, so life is
0: normalizing. It's definitely the Romo effect. Romo effect. Romo effect. Well, let's keep this quick for the Miami Dolphins. You are not starting Ryan Tannehill. Dallas gives up the sixth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, and Tannehill can't seem to manage both yards and a touchdown in a single game. So that's he's done. <laughs> you're out. Uh, you are starting Lamar Miller. He has scored in the last five games, and Dallas yeah. gives up the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. You can start Jarvis Landry because you have to. And Dallas gives up points to wide receiver ones, you know, often. So that's a thing. He also sees too many targets to bench him. Again, PPR, you know, duh. Um, Richard Matthews is only a start in three wide receiver sets. Leans this week. Um, This is just not a great matchup. If you have a better matchup with a different wide receiver, I would do so. Um, Ajayi could be a good flex play this week because the floor is so low with or so high with the, with this great matchup. So it's possible that him and Miller could have a successful game. And by successful, I mean eight fantasy points. That's, that'll be really big for him because he's gotten four in the last two. Um, so Why do cool. people talk you know? about him like he's the second coming? I have no idea. It's crazy. He's a, he's a very talented running back coming out of college, and he and he is great, and he should have been really good. The problem is, is he doesn't have a kneecap. And that causes, you know, it's an issue when you're playing in the NFL. So I don't know how long he's going to last. He is explosive. Um, he is getting the yarns off of a few touches. So I think there's a possibility that he could have a few really breakaway runs. Um, and therefore, he, he might be a good flex play, a risky one, but, you know, it might pay off for you. Um, and not news, but Jordan Cameron still sucks. So, let's move on to the Good afternoon update. games. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, 4-5, and five, San Diego Chargers, 2-7. and Charkandrick West, another contrarian play that worked out last
1: week. Um, maybe the greatest pickup of the year, actually. Played for really those well. of us that spent all of our fab money on him, I'm like, oh, thank goodness that worked out. Um, at Denver, he rushed 24 times for 69 yards and a touchdown. He caught three passes for 92 yards and another touchdown against that's crazy. It's very interesting when you consider his predecessor. He definitely has that even game. Andy Reid was right. It's He is like him. Uh, it does also worry me about Charles coming back and what they're going to do with these guys. Start West with pride, though. San Diego gives up the most fantasy points to opposing running backs. This is juicy, gooey. All nah, the things I Fourteenth most points to quarterbacks is what the uh, San Diego Chargers give as well. But you know what? Even when Kansas City embarrassed the Broncos, Smith only scored 15.46 points. So, ew. San Diego also gives it the eighth fewest points to wide receivers. Macklin hasn't had a double-digit fantasy appearance since week four. He's still trying to get his groove back since that concussion. You can put him on your bench. And then Travis Kelsey, he's getting the targets. It's just not productive. Last week, nine yeah. targets for five catches, 36 yards. He scored two touchdowns in week one and he scored one touchdown in week eight and that's it. And without the touchdowns, he's only getting 30 yards. And if you're in a standard league, it's just it's not happening. So if you were debating between Eifert or Barnage and, and then Kelsey, I hope that you made the right choice because it's
0: been a it's been a tough year. It has sad Chargers. Uh to be honest, I am not in love with this game. I love the Chargers, but with all these injuries, this game could be really bad. Mm. It just could be. Um quarterback. Um, hasn't thrown for over 20 fantasy points in six weeks against the chiefs Um, with two wide receivers down. I am not playing Philip rivers. Sad. Oh, he was doing so good. Um, it's, you know, it's just, it's not my thing. Uh, Antonio Gates is still listed as questionable and has not done much since he injured his knee. His knee is really affecting Mm -hmm. this old man rivers and he just, Can't seem to shake it. So sad, sad. Uh, I'm sure he'll see the targets. So in PPR, you you can still start him. Yeah. Because he'll still get the receptions. Um, It's just, I don't know what all he can do with it. Um, Love Danny Woodhead. The Chiefs give up the eighth fewest fantasy points to running backs. I say that because, you know, but Danny Woodhead's not your traditional running back. He's a receiver that is listed under running back. So um, they might use him a lot now. With Keenan Allen and possibly Malcolm Floyd being out, um, it's just not my favorite matchup. So if you have a better matchup, I'm going to go with that person. Um, Danny Woodhead still a, a fine flex option. Stevie Johnson has the best matchup by far, so you can start him. Um, he was targeted 10 times last game. Don Terrell Inman in 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 man. In 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 man. Man? is the next man on the depth chart. Inman is awesome. Inman. I'm in man. I'm in a Don Trill in man. In man. In man. Um but he's a little bit a bit of known. You know, he did fumble the ball last week, um, or the week before last. So if you're stretching, it in, Inman is your man. Um, and as I said, Floyd is I would say doubtful. He's listed as questionable, but I'm going to say doubtful for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's returned to the season is questionable, so sad because he, too, was going to retire. Both guys who said yeah. they were going to retire this year got injured. It's really That's sad. sad. Sons are gone. Green Bay Packers, 6-3 and three, because they all of a sudden suck. At the Minnesota Vikings, 7-2 and two, because they are all of a sudden awesome. Yeah, the Packers are having game. a heck
1: of a time trying to win a game here. Uh, whoa, Lions. But uh, Rogers is getting fantasy points again. Thank goodness. Yeah. 32 points in week nine, 22 points in week 10. Minnesota has a tough defense to give it the seventh fewest to opposing quarterbacks, but I'm still playing him. He's getting it done right now. Thank goodness. Um, but not in daily. He's too expensive still. I, no, and he's on the road, and historically, he's not as good on the road. However, he did have that 32-point perf- um, performance against Carolina on the road, which is a good defense. So yeah. um, he's a little confusing. So, you know, anyway, if you're in season long, you're starting him, and you're glad that he's turned a corner. Eddie Lacey didn't even suit up last week because of a groin injury. Um, if you don't have St- James Starks, you don't have a running back on the Green Bay Packers on your fantasy team. So get with the program. It happened very quickly. It's very sad, but it's true. They don't give up a lot of points to opposing running backs, seventh fewest. And last week, he only went for 42 yards. That's stark. So, Mm. Devontae Mm. Adams had 21 targets. Insane. 21 targets. However, he only caught 10. (laughs) Hello, Evans. Uh, for 79 yards. I'm totally confused. Cobb had 10 targets. got five for 53. Jones was only targeted twice. And mm-hmm. non-existent. Zero catches. Minnesota gets up the ninth fewest opposing wide receivers. But hold on. The only wide receiver that talked to the press last week was James Jones. And he went out there and took full responsibility and was a leader for that team. I think there's a possibility he gets more work based off of his actions and his taking a responsibility. That's nice.
0: It's
2: funny because he only got two targets. You only have two targets. How much responsibility can you take with only two targets? But you can stand-up guy, so. Now, mm-hmm.
1: this is really scary, but um, you know who was responsible for all those points? The tight ends. Yes, more than one tight end for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Richard Rodgers, if you can believe it, he caught all five of his targets for 32 yards and a touchdown. And the tight end, two caught five of his six targets for 58 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. It's
2: bizarre. For a team that hasn't used tight ends in a long time, it is so shocking.
1: Yeah, Richard Rodgers is becoming a thing. It's I said thing. he wasn't going to be a thing, but he's becoming a thing. And then I say that, and he will stop being a thing immediately. <laughs> it's because ah. of Eddie Lacy. I, Eddie Lacy – so listen, first of all, I'm going to do this like really quick. Jordy Nelson being out is huge. But I actually think Eddie Lacy coming in and not being ready to play was even worse. And I think that they've been trying to put the pieces together ever since they realized Eddie Lacy was not the same guy they thought he was. And I, and I think that's why this tight end thing is starting to happen. I think they're trying to find any kind of short yardage that they can.
0: Lacy, I feel so bad. So,
1: yeah. Me too. It's like the new Trent Richardson.
0: Mm. No, no, don't insist us well, talk. Like let's talk about a, a running back that has longevity in the NFL thus far. Adrian Peterson is coming off two huge games, including an ADR touchdown last week. Amazing. Um, the matchup doesn't concern me, but the injury that AP suffered from on, on Sunday does. So he was limited in practice on Wednesday. He's list is questionable. Keep an eye on his injury throughout the week. It really is going to be a toss-up on whether or not he plays, so that's a thing. Teddy Bridgewater has yet to have over 19 fantasy points this season. Probably not going to happen to this game either, so bye-bye, Felicia. Um, If AP does not go against the Packers, I think Stephon Diggs will have a bounce-back week um, after only having 40-something yards for the last two weeks, So and without a touchdown. Um, If AP does play, I see eight points in his future. So better than mm. the last two weeks, but not what we were hoping for still. Um, no one else on this team is worth a start other than the kicker, Blair Walsh. Don't start the defense either. And that's my analysis for the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. See, also, Francis- well, is there anybody else to talk about? No. Mm-hmm. We'll call Rudolph maybe. Absolutely not. No, he is terrible. Terrible. The worst. I'm hoping Savon Diggs comes back. Not I'm those like words. Good mo- mo- mojo. How Rudolph's there? the worst. He's like two or three pointers every week. Yeah. No. Cool. Or he the touchdown.
2: No. No. When was his last touchdown?
0: Never. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's never, but it's been, it's been a long time. Google it. Let's see if he's had one this I'm season. For it right now. I don't even think he has. If he did, he got a fumble. Cause I don't think he has had seven points. He's he has 36
1: points For in the rate. season. Oh no, he does. He has three touchdowns. Yeah. No. But yeah. he had he he must have lost the ball because he scored 6.9 points, yeah. seven points, and nine points yeah. with touchdowns. Yeah, he's fumbled in every game. He's had a touchdown.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See? See? He's worthless. San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks, four and five. All right. The talent
1: isn't as high on this team as it is on other teams. There's no doubt about it. But they are still athletes in the National Football League. And shame on the Atlanta Falcons for doing zero game planning to play the 49ers in Week 9 and losing to them. It is completely your fault, Atlanta. That is 100% on you. Shame on you. But get it straight. Blaine Gabbert cannot be played. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Under any circumstances, ever, especially at Seattle. Because, yes, especially when Hasselback is out there. That's right. This has like, when he's the top scorer of
0: the week, you're just going to come like smeared in my face.
1: <laughs> I don't think because you're going to have poop emoji
0: all I just, over me.
2: I just enjoy seeing that. needs Hassleback to be your bold
0: season. prediction. That has to be your bold prediction for a serious yes. XM show. There you go. It has to be. It has to be. Yeah.
1: Arizona five. played well in Seattle because Arizona has Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald, Michael. I mean, they have two Browns that have first names that start with a J. They didn't so just confusing. Jaron and John. It's very hard to tell that apart when I say it out loud. But yeah, they don't have that in San Francisco. So stop it, stop, stop, stop. Blaine Gabbert, even in a good game, scored 14.6 fantasy points. Carlos Hyde still isn't playing in practice, so you can't count on him. Um, Seattle gives it the second fewest points to wide receivers or to running backs. I'm sorry. And Sean drawn ended up being the guy, not Kendall Gaskins. So we were trolled, but uh, drawn carried the ball 16 times for 58 yards and caught four of his five targets for 38 yards against Atlanta. Um, that's still not enough. For me, for fantasy, and certainly not in Seattle. And the weird turn of events, Garrett Selleck was the star at the game uh, against Atlanta. He caught both of his targets for 12 yards and two touchdowns. That is how they won the game. The Selleck Um, brothers were on fire this last weekend. Well, Selleck was in week nine because they had a bye last week. But yeah, they're back-to-back Selleck. Back-to-back Selleck, things I never thought we'd say. Never thought I'd say. Crazy, crazy things. So, no. That's my analysis. Seahawks. No. Seahawks.
2: Can I also just say no for the Seahawks? Yes,
1: you can. I agree can with you 100%. I, yeah,
2: no. Russell Wilson completed 14 of his 32 pass attempts for 240 yards, one touchdown, and one interception against the Cardinals. He also ran six times for a sad team high of 52 yards. Sadly, this was one of his better games all year, and he still fell outside the top 10. You have other better options than to play Russell Wilson. It's a sad fact. People look elsewhere. Marshawn Lynch has a hurt abdomen. He ran eight times for 42 yards and needed a touchdown, um, but he also had one reception for eight yards. Here's the deal: Lynch is averaging 1.6 yards before contact, which ranks 47th out of 50 running backs according to mm. ESPN stats. Um, he isn't just not playing great guys. He, 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 you just, you have to look elsewhere for an RB one. You're probably playing. He's probably still going to play him, but the expectation needs to be way lower than it has been in years past. He's just not playing well. He's hurt. The Seahawks as a whole, aren't doing great this year. It's just a different game. Same it's with Jimmy off. Graham, three receptions for 41 yards. Thanks for the consistent mediocrity, Jimmy Graham. Thank you all. I'm not going to say that's entirely your fault, but you kind of knew what you were coming to when you came to the Seahawks, you know, and the ever so fun carousel of who will be the top receiver out of the Seahawks. Last week, it was Doug Baldwin. He had seven receptions for 134 yards and a touchdown, which is actually really, really good. Yeah. Um, and he was targeted 10 times, which would be fantastic. And be like, yeah, well, he'll probably do well next week. Well, the bad news is he didn't participate in practice Wednesday due to a hurt toe. And rarely does a wide receiver have back to back great week. So it's going to be somebody else. Probably Paul Richardson next week for all I know. He caught one ball. So they're probably like, you know what? We should target him more next week. Tell to yeah. to work. Stay away from all of them. I don't like it. Could this be Jimmy
1: Graham's week? No. Okay. Well,
0: no, no. Okay. I don't think he's gonna I have just one hate of those. This game. I just, oh. Sunday night game. Cincinnati Bengals eight and one. Oh the Arizona Cardinals seven and two. Ashley, you be nice to our friend. I will. This was surprisingly a boring game. Really um, bad. Annie good. Dunkel, it was good, but it was boring. Yeah.
2: And he don't 22 of his 38 pass attempts for 197 yards, which is, yeah, okay. He had no touchdowns. And one interception against the Texans on Monday. Prime time. Um, Prime time. But it wasn't awful. The game was just a low-scoring, kind of boring game. I will say that ES- ESPN Magazine came, and uh, my fiance is like, you ordered porn? I'm like, what? It was Andy Dalton on the cover, and I was like, yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, 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 Andy. Cute. My mother-in-law's in in town right now, and she just thinks he's adorable. He is adorable. The whole team is going to play great. It was just a weird game. AJ was in the Incredibles. He He does does the Incredibles. But you know what? I will say this: I'm sick of everybody saying, "Oh, that's it." Well, we knew it was coming. No. No, screw you. No, He's it's... been 8 He's been doing great. He's had a fantastic year. He was in primetime last week and he did, he did great. Fine. So you screw yourself, you people. Stop
2: it was a weird game. Stars.
0: And the Texans yeah. D finally came to
2: play. Well, I should they say did. finally. They do, they actually do well in all categories, you know, most categories, but they came to play and they they prepped well. And it yeah. was just it was a classic football game where there just wasn't a whole lot of scoring. You know, AJ Green in only five receptions, 67 yards. Marvin Jones only had four for 44. It was just a weird game. It just felt weird. You know, and this might be another weird week, to be honest with you, but I'm not giving up on any of these guys. Giovanni Bernard had eight carries um, for 36 yards. Not great. But he also had 43 yards with receptions. But even worse is Jeremy Hill, which we could tell you week in, week out. He ran the ball seven times for only 15 yards off seven. I I guys. I just can't. I cannot Stop do it. it.
1: Stop with Jeremy I am,
2: Hill. I am formally requesting a powwow with offensive coordinator, of the Bengals to see what in the world you think you should do. Continue to roll with Jeremy Hill as your RB one. Please what? let me know your availability. I will open up my schedule to meet with you. Thank you. <laughs> I am over the R- Jeremy Hill situation.
1: I will open up my schedule. I will open up my you. schedule. I
2: will. I will. You're welcome. But, uh <laughs> It could be another weird week, but I still I still love these guys. Don't give up on them. Don't. I'm not I'm not buying into that
0: garbage that Courtney was just talking about. That's right. Um, same thing, you know, Cincinnati's defense is pretty good. So this is gonna be a tough matchup for the Cardinals, but like Cam Newton, Carson Palmer is matchup proof, my friends. He is. He was still able to get 21 fantasy points against the Seahawks. His floor is so high, there was no need to bench him. Must start. All of, the wi- all of the wide receivers are listed as questionable this week. Winning. Fitzgerald <laughs> is good to go, I think, but both Floyd and Brown did not practice on Wednesday. Um, that's John Brown. That's John Brown. If they are not a go, Jerron <laughs> Brown is <sighs> your guy. Sounds exactly
2: the same. This is when you've got to George ask one of the them worst. to change
0: their name to George or something, right? Like, you can't have a that's John George. J. No, it's, they're both, no, change the Brown, like Brown junior or Brown senior. Oh yeah. One of, them's probably one, one of them needs to be a senior or junior. That's, that's the change that needs to happen. It needs to happen now. Um, <laughs> anyways, so the wide receiver situation is a bit of a mess. So make sure you keep an eye on the injury report. That's really all I can tell you right now. If, if any of them go, I'm, I'm probably playing them regardless of the matchup, but just, know who's good to go, who's not. Um, and Jermaine, Jermaine Gisham found the end zone last week and might be a bigger part of the game with injury wide receivers. So crazy to say that the tight end is part of an Arizona Cardinals offensive scheme, but it might just have to happen. Um, he definitely has the best matchup out of everybody. So Chris Johnson is still the lead back, but he is splitting carries with Andre Ellington more and more. Um, mm. He hasn't he been is. as productive as I know. He's still my favorite. You know what? And he might have a big game. I'm not total, I'm not down on him. I'm not dogging him yet. Um they seem to like him more than Ellington. They're rolling with him. He's getting the touches. Um, so I just They love him. They do love him, and I love him. I just they it was an love off him. week with the Seattle Seahawks. So I'm hoping Chris Johnson has a bounce back week and and puts all of this away, all this worries away. Monday night game: Buffalo Bills five and four. The New England Patriots nine and zero. Oh. Guys, Lashawn McCoy looks like the McCoy of old.
2: Dare mm-hmm. I even say he's verging on Eagles two thousand thirteen form? Oh, yeah. I, I will say it's getting there. He had nineteen carries for one hundred twelve yards and five catches for forty seven against the Jets. I like what I'm seeing out of him. It's getting better and better. He's still not 100%, but he's looking much better, and you can count on him. What I love even more is that while McCoy has a great game, so too can Carlos Williams. Yep. He seven carries for 24 yards, which is not great, but he also had a 26-yard touchdown. You know, Williams isn't quite officially forcing the, the running back by committee mm-hmm. situation, but LaShawn McCoy is still running well despite not being 100%. But he does need the extra rest. He needs time to heal, and this is why they're putting Carlos Williams in. And he's a good receiving back, so he's going to be using that capacity as well. I like him in a flex role. I think he can do great. I, I, I own both of them, and I've played both of them in my leagues in the lineup, and they both do great. I
1: think
0: Sammy they're going to try to get him
2: another touchdown, so he gets I, the record. He'll go outright get the record at that point. I hope they do. I hope I they, they, do. they
1: will. Rex Ryan loves to do stuff like that for his players.
2: Yeah. Now, Sammy Watkins had a shutdown corner kind of game. We knew he would. We told you not to play him. Uh, um, but I do think he and Tyrod should have a
1: better game this week.
2: So I think you, you can be safe to play them.
1: Yeah, you have to pass against the Patriots. And speaking of the Patriots, Danny Amendola is going to be taking the place of Julian Edelman. Edelman's out with a broken foot for the rest of the regular season. They're hoping to have him back in the playoffs. So you can let him go. Some people are like, oh, hold on to him. He might come back early. Broken foot. No, no thanks. no, 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 no. If Although you have an IR have... position, and I didn't know it. You what?
2: You clearly knew it. I have a broken foot.
1: You yeah. have a broken foot.
2: Yeah, I broke it apparently in, um, <laughs> I think I broke it in July.
0: Uh, it's so funny. This is I'm a not funny not story. I remember on snowball. air <laughs> and you guys don't know this, but Ashley broke her foot and she went through like, Hey, my foot hurt. And they test her for literally everything under the book but like AIDS. I mean, literally everything. I mean, crazy amount of testing. And she just has a broken foot. <laughs> That's when your foot was hurting. Everything else. Yes. Yeah. When I was it's like, broken foot good to walk on. <laughs> it's a
2: broken foot. And they're like, you've got gout. And I'm like, I don't have gout. You have RA. I don't have gout. I don't have RA. I don't have any of those crazy autoimmunes. Um, it's a broken foot. Yeah. I've been walking on a broken foot since July amazing. I'm not playing football.
1: Yeah.
0: Julian
2: Edelman knew it was broken immediately.
0: Yeah.
1: He He did. chucked his helmet down. He knew the season was over at that point. Game over. Amendola did get 11 targets last week. He caught 10 of them for 79 yards. Opportunities are points. Points are points. You know what I'm saying? Buffalo gives up the 11th most points to wide receivers as well. It's a good matchup. LaFell caught two of his six targets last week for 66 yards. Expect more from him as well. But, again, these percentages of catches doesn't make me happy inside. Um, Also, uh, Tom Brady was talking about how wide receiver Kashawn Martin might be more involved now that Julian Edelman's out. Just like James White, right? Yeah. Yeah, Lewis went out big Mm -hmm. time when he got one carry for five yards. Yeah, that's great. Big time, Uh, big time. Uh, Buffalo gives up the 10th fewest points to opposing tight ends until they face Gronkowski. Am I right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you start Tom Brady, even in a down week, he still is scoring 18 fantasy points. Who cares? And like Garrett Blunt looks like he's the workhouse back. Like he should be. I thought the whole James White talk was crazy. 15th fewest to running backs is what Buffalo does. Again, it's the Patriots. Who cares? And they're playing at home. It's just, it's kind of sad. I'm kind of sad about this Monday night game. It's kind of a downer to go out on the week on. But maybe yeah. Buffalo put up a fight. Maybe. I hope
0: so. Ew, maybe. I don't think so. But come on, Buffalo. Make it a come game. Come on. Well, that's week 11 for you guys. Make sure you get these guys out of your lineups. Cleveland Browns, New Orleans Saints, New York Giants, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bye-bye for week 11. Until week 12. Make sure to listen to us on Blog Talk Radio forward slash her fantasy football and on iTunes, Stitcher, Android devices. You can hear us on a bunch of different stuff. What can you? Where else can you hear us, Brandon? Just those?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what all that
0: is. I mean, Sirius XM. Well, obviously Sirius XM. At uh, Saturday night's. 8 to 10 Eastern on fantasy sports radio. You can hear us and uh, ask us questions. You can call in and make sure to subscribe to us to HerFantasyFootball.com. Chat with us on Twitter at her fantasy FB and on Facebook forward slash her football. Awesome. You guys, good luck. It's going to be crazy. People are coming back. People are getting on IR. It's, it's a journey. It's a journey. This fantasy football life. Good luck. And until next time, no more faking it.